Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. In Psalm 29, verse 11, he said, The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I'm preaching on the blessed people, part 6. Please take your seat. This scripture is a beautiful scripture because if you look at the Bible very carefully, you'll see that if sometimes you don't put together what God is trying to exactly say, you may miss what God is trying to say. The scripture we just read in Psalm 29, verse 11, it said, The Lord give strength unto his people. The Lord will give strength. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Now, listen. When the Bible says the Lord will give strength to his people, he is not building them for Olympics. The strength the Bible talks about here is a supernatural strength. It's a supernatural power. And you see, sometimes the Lord will say, the Bible will say, the Lord has strengthened his people. Or the Lord has given strength already to his people. But in this particular occasion... The Bible is saying that the Lord will give strength unto his people. It's something that the Lord will give or something that the Lord will do. So, if you put it properly, the Lord will strengthen his people. It's not a one-time payment. It's not a one-time premium. It is something that God does from time to time. Are you here at all? So from time to time, when the Lord deems fit that his children need strength, he strengthens them. He gives them strength for different things. But you need to understand beyond this particular scenario, what the Bible is trying to say. So here we know that the Lord is not giving strength because in the Bible, sometimes the Bible said that the Lord gives strength to the feeble or the weak, as we see in Isaiah. Are, are you here at all? But there are other times you don't necessarily look weak, seem weak, or you are not necessarily weak. But God decides that per his program, you need some supernatural strength to be able to carry something that is coming your way. To be able to go to the next level. Are you here? And so he himself 
puts you under the radar, examines you, checks you and realizes that he needs to give you strength. And the strength he gives here, you see that when they wrote that, then they brought a semicolon. The strength he gives here is that the Lord blesses as a way of giving strength to his people. So, it is the the phenomenon of blessing that God puts on human beings to represent the strength that the Bible is alluding to. If you understand, or maybe I need to push it a little, you will find out that you are already blessed. Praise the Lord. We are already blessed in Christ. But when it's time for someone to get pregnant, someone whose body is not allowing him or her to be biologically fruitful, the Lord would have to bless the person with the ability, the strength to conceive. And that blessing with that supernatural matter to be able to do what otherwise your body is unable to do is the blessing. And that is what the Bible is saying that that strength is not natural strength. That strength is God strengthening or building pillars for your destiny to carry what that destiny is meant to carry for that particular season. I mean, this is what God wants you to see that in a particular season where Isabella needs to marry, God will give her destiny strength. And that strength is called blessing. Against one, the interferences from the pit of hell. Number two, that if we were to look at her medical self, her natural beauty, her, you know, size eight or something. Six, self, zero, eh? It's not possible. Belladonna will be, will be, will be on the, on the, that thing they call all that, on the walkway, just modeling for aha. And collecting money. So God puts the blessing upon her life. And that blessing is called the strength. Remember blessing is supernatural empowerment. So at every stage of your life. No matter who you are. There are things God wants to bring your way. That you do not have the capacity to carry. And it is God himself who deems fit. To empower your destiny to carry. Whatever he's bringing your way. Me pache say, Nyamibo keshrans wa diadiana tosu. Saa keshrans wa bans wa diadiana tosu. Na nun na yefreno. Blessing by strength. Like, when Jesus breathed into them and said, go. And when they went, they were able to do some things. That's called a blessing. Are you here at all? And so, that supernatural process that matter. So you see that every 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 time you should be, this is what ma- should make you depend on God for the blessing. Because blessing today 
It's not necessarily blessing forever. Are you here? For example, I, I can say some things here. For example, your obedience today will secure you a blessing for a particular season. And that will not cancel the effect of your disobedience in another time. Hey. Yes. Especially when God is speaking to you. Pass here. You pass here, you go and meet the apple he wants to give you. Another time he says, pass here. And you pass here, you miss the apple. So, you find out that your obedience per time can give you a certain measure of blessing. And if you continue in the obedience, the blessings will keep flowing. And it's different seasons of blessings. Seasons and different levels of blessings. And so when you miss a particular season's obedience, you are likely also to miss the blessings that come with it. And so every season requires a particular strength. A particular blessing. <laughs> and so when you are praying, say, God, give me strength. Sometimes what you are actually praying is that God bless me. Or when you are praying, say, God bless me. I'm actually saying that, give me the strength to be able to carry this boy. Carry this lady. Carry this job. Carry this pregnancy. Praise the Lord. And when that is done, one of the things that God deposits into that process of strengthening your destiny to carry whatever God wants you to carry is the element of peace. It's the element of what? It's the element of peace. That's why the, the real blessing, God doesn't add sorrow to it. So you see that at the latter part of that verse, it says that the Lord will bless his people with with it is something that he's blessing you after strengthening you, which is the blessing. He now gives you peace. He will bless you with peace that he's giving you peace. Praise the Lord. So when you are a child of God, one of the things that the blessing will do for you is that it will give you peace. Yeah. Peace to pay school fees. Peace to pay rent. It's a blessing. It's a blessing that there is, you have peace for good health. You have peace. I, I don't know if God is saying something to somebody here. So God gives you peace. And that peace is a blessing. The peace you and I we have is not a regular peace. We are blessed. That's why we have peace. Because sometimes we really make mistakes. But God still gives us peace. And, and, and covers up or cleans our mess. For us, but I mean, strictly saying, when God blesses us, he gives us what? Peace. It is called the blessing of peace. It's called what? Please lift up your right hand and say, Father, I pray tonight that you will give me the blessing of peace. Raise your right hand and say, Father, I pray tonight that you will give me the blessing of peace. I pray for your blessing of peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Before the end of this year. May everything you are doing turn out to be peaceful. The rest of the years of your life. May you receive the blessing of peace. Anything called chaos will never come into your life. Come on now. Let your amen be a prophetic one now. 
Whatever is commotion, pandemonium, chaos, whatever is anyhow haphazardly structured to take you off course in the mighty name of Jesus, we declare that let the blessing of peace swallow it. From today, you have peace in your body, peace in your space, peace when you go out, peace when you come in. In your ministry, you have peace. Anything that troubles people in their ministry will not trouble us in the keeper's house. It will not trouble in your, in your house. In your workplace, may you have the blessing of peace. Any confusion that is around you, anything that is boiling around you, by this blessing of peace, let there be peace. Peace be still. Please take your seat. What's the blessing of peace for? The blessing of peace is a remedy to storms. It's a remedy to chaos. It's a, these people were on water and the storms and the, and the waves arose against them. And Jesus stood and said, Re, receive peace or peace be still. It, it, it's a blessing of peace that is able to calm storms around you. I mean, it means that the same thing that should have swept you away because it swept other people away. The Lord decides that he has put strength around you like a sea defense to stop the power and the tenacity of the wave from reaching you when that wave has carried other people who are defenseless away. That is a kind of strength. So you see that two people are in the same space. They are affected by the same thing. One is in dying need, the other one, we can't explain why that one is still doing well. Because there's a blessing of peace. There's a what? There's a blessing of peace upon the life of that person. Today, may the blessing of peace swallow every storm in your life. Our ministry will never go through storms in Jesus' name. Shout amen for. We will always have peace in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, peace is better than chaos. <laughs> peace is better than trouble. <laughs> peace is better than persecution. <laughs> you will have peace in Jesus' name. Uh, your relationship will have peace. Your marriage will have peace. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said you have peace. You will chop your food with peace. You will spend your money with peace. Receive the blessing of peace. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Anybody who is supposed to betray you, may the peace of God remove the betrayal. Let the peace of God remove the accusation. Whatever is supposed to make you sad and bring storms in your way, may the peace of God deal with them. Receive the blessing of peace. When somebody is blessed with peace, he has peace that cannot be explained. It beats understanding. So this blessing, what else does it bring? Psalm 21 verse 3. In Psalm 21 verse 3, the Bible said, For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. Can you give me the amplified version? The blessings produce goodness. They produce what? For you send blessings of good things to meet him. To do what? You send the blessings, you send blessings of what? I've shown you blessings of peace. I'm showing you blessings of what? Good things. Now, good things is called goodness. It's called what? 
you send, you see, this is what the blessing sends. Or when the blessing comes upon your life, this is what it brings on board your life to strengthen that life. So one of the things God brings on board to strengthen that life for a particular season is the peace. Another thing is the good things to meet you. Good things to do what? Good things to do what? <laughs> and you see, if you look at the King James, he uses a word that it takes God to understand. He said, for thou preventest him. You see, that word prevented means that that person is constrained. Or that person is put in a surrounding or a space that has been cultured with goodness. So that that person is unable to step outside goodness. It's, it's a friend. That's why he's using the word preventest. That is, when the blessing comes upon you, it prevents you or it, it, it constrains you or confines you only into the realm of goodness. So that you don't outstep your boundary of goodness. So that only places that are engineered or cultured to give you goodness is what you are permitted and allowed. Your steps are only allowed to step in only spaces that can give you goodness. Anywhere that will bring you anything outside goodness, the blessing will not allow you. That's why the blessing when it's upon you, it can make you lose something that looks like naturally it's an opportunity, but it's a disaster, but the blessing will block you from getting there. It can give you disappointment to give you a point. Oh, I'm feeling it. So when the blessing is upon you, you see that sometimes you will call it rejection, but the blessing is calling it direction. It's a direction into the goodness. Are you here at all? I'm feeling it all. You too, you have to feel it. In the amplified version, he now tells us that this prevention that he said, he said, for you send blessings. Blessings are sent. They are what? It comes to you in an appropriate time when you are seeking the Lord to move in a particular level, this season, a blessing will be sent to you. Praise the Lord. He sends blessings of good things. It's a package. To meet you. Where? You, you set a crown of pure gold on his head. That God knows that if he is a good things, he's talking about the provision aspect. The material aspect. Sometimes even the intrinsic aspect of the blessing. But it's to bring you good news. It is for the purposes of good news, testimonies. That's why God will send you good things by way of blessing you. So the child of God must understand that when you are walking in the will of God, every stage of your life, there must be an expectation of good things. You must have an expectation that People love me. 
people like me. <laughs> I'm likable. Some people are here, their mind is not good. Yes. Because all the time they are looking for what is not good around them. But when you are blessed, this is your reality. He sent good things to meet you. You go to Togo and the good things in that place will be looking for you. Why? Because the blessing is upon you. Now that he sends the good things to meet you is what the Bible explains in Psalm 23 when he said, goodness and mercy shall follow me. Now this one is giving us a pictorial impression of the magnetic effect of blessing. That is, anywhere you find yourself, the blessing magnetizes the good things in the atmosphere for your use. And there must be an expectation for receiving those good things. There must be an expectation that, well, because he's already constraining me to operate in a particular circle. So if he ordered my steps to be here, this is the place that a good thing will meet me. I'm feeling it. In, 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 the, in the gospels, you see that Peter went to fish and he didn't catch anything. But when he came and used his boat and he blessed them and he said, go. You see? He blessed them, go fish again. And he prevented them to only operate in a good space. In that good space, he called all the fishes in the sea to go and meet their net right there. And the Bible makes us understand that all kinds of fishes in the sea represented in that net. It's too much. So, you see that the same net that caught that. Now, when the blessing came upon it, it became a magnetic element That the fishes were happy to enter. And the net, Jesus said, put it here. Oh, I'm feeling it. They could have put it anyway. He said, put it here because that is where I constrain the good things to meet you. So the point I'm making to you today is that if you are in line with the Holy Ghost, you are in the will of God, God will order your steps into spaces, into people. And once he orders your steps into those spaces and those people, that is where. You see, because the blessing is locational. In a season. It's what? It's locational in effect. In a particular season or within a time space. So, when I say it's location, I don't mean that if you are outside of any location... You may not get bad. There is a way that you are expected to be here at 12. And if you are here, you will get it. Are you here? And then there is a way that you are carrying the blessing and you can take it into spaces. But here, when he says he sends the blessing with good things, I'm feeling it. Psalms 133 makes us understand that there, there, the Lord commanded. There, the Lord commanded. You see that he orders your steps into a a spiritual location. 
And he programs the location, both the people there and the elements there, to give you the goodness that is required for that level of your life. Are you here now? That's why you are in a place, somebody who doesn't know you just offers you that level of friendship and courtesy. Because God is going to use that person to answer a particular need you are going to have for being in that space. He has sent that good thing to come your way. Praise the Lord. Are you here now? Yes. Anyway, I can't be stranded. I can't be stranded. Because anywhere he leads me, he's going to send. He's going to what? Send the blessing of good things to meet me. They are coming to do what? They are coming to meet me. I'm telling you, this is a good thing, so come and meet you. Good things will come and meet you. Good things will come and meet you. Good news will come and meet you. Blessings will come and meet you. Yeah. Anything you need, they have to come and meet you. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. This is our confidence. That wherever we find ourselves, good things will be sent. Because I am blessed, good things will be sent to come and meet me. When I'm going for a program, I pray I seek the face of God. I know good things will be sent to come and meet me. I don't think plenty. Good things. Because why? Because I'm blessed. So when I'm blessed, good things. That's why when, when you understand the blessing, you cannot agree to be on the side of the devil. Because you are never disadvantaged because wherever you find yourself, provisions have been made to support your enjoyment in that stage, stage of life. Praise God. Yes. Like this month, God brought you to December. He has also sent good things to meet you in December now. He has sent good things. To meet you this December. And that's why without any shadow of whatever. I know that you will never leave this month without a testimony. Lift your hands. Say God has blessed me. And he has sent good things. To come and meet me. Say good things are meeting me. Prophesy. It's a very prophetic service tonight. Say good things are meeting me. In this month of December, this second week of December, God has blessed me and has confined my steps into spaces where good things, good people, good opportunities have been sent to come my way in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and bless the Lord. So when the blessing come upon you, the goodness of the Lord, they look for you because you are the location that everything must begin to go. In whose direction everything must begin to go. Psalm 65 verse 4. Look at what the Bible said again. In Psalm 65 verse 4. 
Felemelegedes. He said, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even of thy holy temple. That blessed man is the one the Lord has chosen and he has caused that one to approach. Praise the Lord. That that person will dwell. I'm telling you, the same scripture is what I'm explaining to you. That come here, dwell here. And as you dwell here, you will now be satisfied with the goodness program to meet you here. So even being in the keeper's house, it's not by accident. Being here to hear this message today, it's not by an accident. It is God who has chosen you and caused you to approach. So that... You will dwell in a place where the blessed package will reach you. Praise the Lord. Why I see people running around talking anyhow. Man, you are fighting your own blessing. You have talked that I am what I am. You have talked that we are what we are. You have talked that God has not come to burn us. Does it not tell you that we are blessed? Does it not tell you that the church is blessed? Does it not tell you that you have a problem? You should adjust to what God is doing. We shouldn't adjust to you. You are too small. We are here. And God is doing what he will do. I mean, last week, Friday, we were here. Miracles were already happening. That's God is happy doing it here. God is what? Happy doing it here. It's not in your mouth. To say God ran out of this place. He ran out. Why was he doing it here? Did I do it? When did I start doing miracles? He's even overdoing it. It's your immaturity. It's your childishness. That's making you feel like, eh, because I'm not feeling one kind way. No, stop this. Tell somebody, stop it, stop it. You see, the blessing is not for kids. The blessing is for, is for mature people. It's for, adults. it's for people who understand God. Because if you don't understand the ways of God, you'll be going for things when you are supposed to be going for the blessing. When you have the blessing, things come to you. But when you are chasing things, you miss the blessing. And many people who chase things, that's why they say, oh, prophet is not prophesying now. So now, no, it's like, it's like the anointing is God. That's thing. Prophecy is things. Prophecy is what? Thing. If you chase after God, you see that what you need is not a prophecy. You chase after God, you see that what you really need is a closer relationship with the Holy Spirit because me, I am perishable. And my mood sometimes determines my level of obedience to the voice of God. Yesterday, I was ministering um, in Bishop Eddie's church. And I wanted to ignore a particular lady God was speaking to me about. So I looked in the direction of the lady. I wanted to move on. I looked again. I wanted to move on. I'm, I wanted to move on the third time. God now warned me, if you, were, if, you were, if you came here by yourself, move. <laughs> Charlie, that's how I called the lady and said that I want to pray for your little girl. You have a little girl. Go and bring the little girl. I want to pray for the little girl because devil wanted to kill that little girl this coming Friday, two days from now. And me, I didn't know the enormity of the matter. But when we close, 
the gravity. When we close, then the man of God told me that that lady has three children. He lost two in one year. This is the only one left. Have you seen how God was going to kill my head? Yes, that's what we, I didn't know. I only knew after the service when the man of God told me. So the church, it's like they froze because they know. But we don't know. We're only ministering by revelation. But I'm telling you that in a stubborn way like Jonah, I would have moved away. Because the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. And sometimes my own obedience to God will determine what can happen in a space. It's not like God is not working. It's me that that is doing anyhow. <laughs> Are you here at all? As for God, He's always what? Working. So when I'm doing anyhow, anyhow, and you are getting closer to God, you will not be you will not be in, in, in any kind of trouble. You will not be stranded. But the fact that you want me to function at a certain level by all means is a sign that you have either become lazy, you are backsliding, and I know that you are doing something that you are not supposed to be doing. Because your Christianity should not depend on the strength of what I am doing. It should depend on the power of God. Praise the Lord. Some people want me to jump out. Some even think I've lost the, the anointing. It's, it's interesting. But let's say that the blessing has even increased. It has what? I can't hear you. I say it has what? My KPIs, eh? my key performance what? indicators, all of them are high. They are all what? It's not for you to judge. Hey. So you you have to understand that God will now corner you and put the blessing there for you. Then this is the place. This is where? This is the place. Sometimes you are in a workplace and you want to move, and God God is not giving you the clearance to move. You are just moving on your own. You are just leaving the place where the goodness has been sent to meet you. May you not miss it oh, in Jesus' name. Yeah, some people, they are here, they are here. Yesterday, I prayed for somebody in the church where I went to minister. The person has a relation who doesn't attend that church. It's actually in a Baptist church. So early this morning, a Baptist pastor who watched their service and the wife, they sent me a message that the lady you were ministering to, we know her, and we are even praying with the niece or the cousin that the whole family, all their marriages have collapsed. So she didn't watch the service yesterday, but we have been praying and counseling her because she's divorcing. And my wife, the wife of the pastor, sent the stream to, to this lady to watch. And when she watched, she saw the family member undergoing deliverance for what all of them are suffering. He said, this morning, the lady, this one, they have been praying and counseling us. He said, no way. She saw the power. She said, Kai, she's going back to her husband. 
Yeah, she's going back. The curse has been broken. She's just going back to her husband. <laughs> you know, this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, peace has come. <laughs> Blessing has come. Kai, I see your testimony happening. Too powerful. I went to preach in a Macarius church. Somebody in a Baptist church is already going back to the husband. When prayer has not worked, counseling has not worked. My KPI is high, Charlie. It's not in your mouth. <laughs> the thing is happening. It's what? I can't hear you. It's what? It's, it's, over, it's overworking. So, God will constrain us and put us and then he will now satisfy us with his what? Goodness. Say, I shall be satisfied with the goodness of the house of the Lord. Please don't let anything push you out of the place God has kept you. There are implications for being in the location God makes you to stay. Isaac, stay here. I will bless you. Abraham, stay here. I will bless you. Hey, Paul, you people should stay in the ship. I will bless you. Nobody should go out. There are implications. Sometimes people think they are too smart. They're too wise. You want to just jump out of a place. Some people too will not jump. They will just defecate everywhere. Say baby, I spoiled it. <laughs> Charlie, make the place hostile for people. No self-control. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I never had some cranny. Charlie, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You should understand what I am saying. Don't make the place hostile for anybody. All of us should dwell in this ark of Noah in peace because the blessing is here. The blessing is where? Right here. Right here. I love church. I can't be anywhere. There are some of us, church is our husband, our wife, is our joy, is what calms us down. It makes us happy. Church, praise the Lord. Are you sure you are here? Some of us, hey, some of us, some people there, they have other things, some of us, the presence of God and the fellowship with the brethren is what gives us something to, that's why when we go anywhere now, we are in a hurry to come back because Charlie, we miss the thing and it's powerful, praise the Lord. Psalm 128 verse 5. <laughs> Psalm 128 verse 5. Look at the scripture. The Lord shall bless thee out of Zion. And thou shalt see the good of Jerusalem all the days of thy life. The Lord shall bless thee from Zion or out of Zion. And in that place, goodness will come to you. Praise the Lord. You see that all the scriptures have shown you. About the blessing bringing the goodness of the Lord to you is also tied to a particular spiritual location. He will prevent you, constrain you, restrain you, confine you. Then he talked about, he chooses you to approach. Then he says that the Lord will bless you out of Zion. Out of where? Zion. God is very, very intentional. God is intentional. I mean, some people have been in Winner's Chapel for 40 years. They have been there. 
God has been blessing them. Problems have come, but they have still been there. And God has taken them out. Because that is the blessing. The church itself, is the atmosphere itself, is the blessing God has given them. And every time the goodness package that has been sent to meet them will always meet them at the right place. Because they are always there. Tell somebody, don't be shifting, 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 shifting. And if you are where God wants to bless you, clean the place, spray the place, make the place nice. Yes. Too powerful. It's too powerful. Yes. It must matter to you where you operate at. Because there are some places God is not comfortable doing some things. We don't smoke weed in the bank. They don't smoke weed in the bank. see that God is comfortable doing some things in some places. When God now does it in a place where he's comfortable doing it, he should tell you that. Charlie, when you have trouble, you come here and God keeps fixing you here. It should, it should be clear to you. Then you are here now. He says somebody has offended you. You know, uh, no. I mean, what is the weight of someone's offense compared to the blessing that is strengthening your destiny? That's why it takes that offense for you to miss your goodness. So many people, it's not the pastor who is bad pastor or pastor who is not pastoring me well. It's I have an issue with somebody. That's how you leave church. When it comes to the blessings, something important as this is necessary. Number one, I mean, key, key number five, which is number one for this, is dwelling in God's presence. Dwelling where? Psalm 84, verse 4. In Psalm 84 verse 4, it says that, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, seller. Blessed are they that dwell in thy what? House. The people who dwell in the presence of the Lord, in the house of the Lord, where God wants them to be, they are the ones that are blessed. Can you talk to somebody that, people who dwell in God's presence, they are the ones God wants to bless. Praise the Lord. Blessed are they that dwell, not visit. You have to be a dweller. Praise the Lord. First of all, a lover of the presence of God, addicted to the presence. I'm dwelling here. I'm here with you. You want me, you will find me. I seek you daily. I seek you always. I seek you because my dependence, my, 
my life depends on you. Praise the Lord. Blessed are they that dwell in the presence of the You see that when you dwell in the presence of the Lord, the blessings begin to flow. They begin to what? Yes. They dwell in your house. Because you stay in the presence, you are enriched daily. The blessings, they enter you. They enrich your beauty. You look at people who leave church for a long time. They are like Nebuchadnezzar who has left the palace to the bush. He comes with a baby. Yes. See that the, the beauty has been bent. Yes. It's too powerful. Look at the prodigal son. He just left the presence of the father. Whatever he went with, that was all he had. There was no constant supply of the strength that I'm talking about. That it is you, you are endued with this strength from face to face, season to season, for your continual supply of peace and goodness package. Just just cutting yourself off. You see that you have entered into a space. Look, I was reading a re- literature recently about this uh, uh, Ethiopian community there, the trouble there, the, 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 the whatever there, uh, this thing there. Some rebels, and for a long time in that region, uh, Al Shabab, they call them, they have just blocked international aid from reaching the people who need it because of where they are. They want to go and help the people. You can't go past them. Because of the location they are in need. Because of where they are dwelling. That even willing people are not able to reach them. Because of where they are. Charlie, there are some places when you push yourself to get to a praying you out tempo sometimes becomes a difficulty. Dwelling in the presence of the Lord. That's why he say every Wednesday I'm in a hurry to come here. <laughs> every Saturday, every Sunday, just dwelling in the presence of the Lord. It's never pressure bedding for me. No, I come for supernatural infilling. Supernatural what? Yes, and I love to dwell. I love to dwell. In the presence of the Lord. Intrinsically, materially, spiritually, you facing God wherever you are is the presence of God. But dwelling also in the physical space where God says, There I have appointed my name. There I have appointed my name. Go there. Praise the Lord. That's where the blessing will look for you. And indeed, even with a blessing, he told them that there is a promised land. That's your location. The milk and honey, they are there. They are not in any other place except that place that I have chosen for you. So, the presence, the what? The pre- Look at the scripture again. The presence of God. Blessed are they that dwell. There's, when you dwell in the presence, your father's background doesn't matter. Once you are dwelling there, once you are dwelling there, 
in the presence you wake up in the day you are conscious of his presence and then physically you appear with the brethren in fellowship look the bible will not give room for your taste and here and there no you have to give room for what the bible dictates he said that we should fellowship together god will not change the coordinates to accommodate what you feel hey LGBTQI plus 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 plus. There's a plus and I'm acquainted him. To accommodate any and they added the kill there. I'm afraid of the kill more than anything. Queer. Oh no. Man. With plus. So, you, you have to understand, when the Bible says a fellowship, fellowship. The Bible says, don't neglect the fellowship. Don't, except for very, and even, you see, I, yeah, yeah, I have to go back to this appointed place, teach, you know. Because, you know, some people travel, you travel from Accra, you still have to locate what it means for Keeper's House to be in Kumasi. That's why there's a problem. You know, when people think they, I know, I know, I know, I know, you, you get into trouble. Because you take it, watch it. If God has called you to the keeper's house, then if you go to Takradi, you have to be in keeper's house. If you happen to be sprinters, you have to be in keeper's house. Praise the Lord. You, if a, a, a drug addict, a cocaine sniffer, Hmm? It's not allowed to sniff cocaine moving from Accra to London. At least on that trip, he has to sustain himself. He's not been to London before. Once he gets to London, there's a way that he knows where they sell the drugs. It's, it's like he, he, will, he will find himself where, in fact, he, he will even meet somebody in the airport. He will know that this one to sniff him. He just connect there. So they go to location. Nobody has told them anything, but somewhere, somehow, they know where to gather because we are the ones who inject cocaine. And we, are you here at all? Lesbians know where to gather. I'm telling you. In a different location, they should look for their own to gather with them. To go and get it. the blessing is that let me go and get it. The same way the cocaine is that let me go and get it. Are you here? Some people they just say this hooray. Charlie. Sorry. You are not God. Stop it. Praise the Lord. We have a member who is a librarian. He's, he came to school here. He's a member then. He, he's gone back to Liberia. He works there. He's a librarian. So recently he was going to Tanzania. And then he called me. He said, Daddy, I'm going to Tanzania, please. And in Liberia, even though he's a librarian, I told him, I want to do fellowship in this place. And he went to Tanzania and said, I'm in Tanzania. What is the suggestion again? 
Then I called uh, Pastor Richmond's pastor that day. Uh, our member is there. Let him come to church. He actually even made him preach in church. Yes. You two, you will be somewhere you, you, you are. If you are not careful, you, you will just say, okay, Madam Fubisi, my friend, where your life has gotten to know, don't do try and error again. But tell somebody, I beg you. I like Catholics. Uh, Catholics. Catholic leaves Accra to Cochrane to me. Charlie, he knows that first mass is first mass. He gets to Cochrane to me and say, uh, where is the Catholic church? Are you here at all? He knows that this is my appointed place. I'm dwelling here. Is it not powerful? I'm, I'm just praying that this message will open your eyes. Because I see goodness coming to you. Say a louder amen. Yes. It's too powerful. So, Proverbs 8.34. Look at, let's read it together. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my what? Gates. Waiting at the post of my doors. Say house of the Lord. The man is hearing God, watching daily at the gate, waiting at my post of my doors. That's a, a church girl. Church boy, are you house of the Lord person? Praise the Lord. I'm telling you. Blessed. 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 The keeper's house is a house. It's a household. Every church is a household. That's what the Bible calls it, the household of faith. And there are blessings that pertain in that household. Some houses, you see that, they give birth to twins. It's there, Nemusa. Are you here? Yes. Nemusa. It's something that is there. You see that when you belong to this house, some things will be happening in your life. Because there's a blessing on this commission. Smile to somebody, say it's a nice preaching. And it should bless your heart. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168.